Welcome to another episode of the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Humphrey, and our mission is to help you maximize your training through a blend of science and practicability. So let's get going. Hey, everybody, this is Luke Humphrey coming back to you with uh, some more information. Um, so I got a Facebook question from, uh, from Phil here, and uh, we are looking at... Uh, uh, Basically, what Phil's question was is that if we're following a, we're following a training plan, we have those paces set up already in our in our training plan, right? So if we're, you're using a plan from Final Surge, uh, you put in a goal time, and those those paces are provided for you on a daily on a daily basis. So his question is really about what if I'm not really following a plan? I'm following I'm just kind of freestyling. Um, where should those paces where should those paces land uh, and overall I think it's a I think it's a great question and I think just we need to look at it from a, uh, a couple different aspects so the first the first question that I would ask Phil would be why are you not following a structured training plan and, and there's certainly nothing wrong with with not following a, a structured plan it's just something that that we want to know kind of want to know the reasons why we're deciding to do that um, Right now, that you know, I'm recording this uh, August 26, 2020. Um, you know, braces are still not really going. Fewer coming in here and there, but overall, uh, we're stuck to virtual races, and um, so a lot of people are in a kind of a um, kind of a pickle here with choosing to decide what what to do or what not to do. And so there's, you know, I get it. There's not necessarily going to be a plan to follow in a situation like this, but in generally. Uh, a lull period. This might become a lull period between seasons. So, like, say you say you were in a normal year, you'd run your fall marathon, um, and then you you know have maybe November and December to kind of just do whatever you wanted, and then pick it back up in January for a spring marathon. So that might be a time where you're not really following any sort of plan either. So, um, but right now, I think in particular, the problem with doing this. For an extended period of time, is you, you you lose the risk, or you have the risk of losing consistency, right? So I think a lot of if you're on our Facebook group, multiple posts about people losing motivation, losing interest, and what's the first thing that happens? They start missing days, right? So um, so make sure that that's not the case, but it's definitely a problem with that. And then consistency is what's going to keep our fitness, right? And so if we're not doing anything on a regular basis we have a much more likely likelihood of that fitness starting starting to lose a little bit. Um, the second part to that is ext- keeping your run easy, we don't touch any of the other thresholds. So this might be lactate threshold, this might be VO2 max, something like that, right? So we're never hitting those ends of the spectrum to say, especially the faster ends of those spectrums. So we'll definitely, you know, if we don't use it, we're definitely going to lose it, right? But I think... Uh, I don't. Given that, I don't think you necessarily need a plan right away. I, I I like the idea of freestyling for a little bit of time. You know, two, four, maybe six weeks of of freestyling is fine. I think it's refreshing. I think it's uh, kind of cleanses your soul a little bit. It allows you to just have a lot of freedom with your runs, and I don't see anything anything wrong with that. So, but if you're in that situation, I still think that you need some sort of guideline. Um, so use your most recent race as your baseline. You'll, you know, we're really only using this for easy to say long run paces. Other than that, we're not necessarily um, 
concerned with the faster paces at this point, right? So we're just kind of using the slower end of the spectrum to, to guide us here. Uh, in this situation, you'll be fresh. Uh, your, your weekly miles will probably be less. So say you were training for a marathon, you're running 50 to 60 miles a week, and you're running, say, six days a week. Now you've backed it down to four to five days a week, and you're not doing any workouts. You're just and you're and you're feeling overall. You just feel more refreshed. You're able to just run faster without really thinking about it because you haven't. You know, there's no pressure on you. They're not doing any workouts. You're not tired from workouts. Things like that. So, um, so it's going to be it's going to be easier to uh, to get a little bit faster. And honestly, I don't think um, forcing yourself to slow down so much. Um, is is going to be a benefit either, right? So you're really just kind of running what's comfortable with that easy to moderate pace in mind, um, but recognizing that you're probably going to be on the faster end of that, and that's completely fine. I don't think you need to be to be worried about that. And I don't expect your runs to be really slow. So, so like, you know, to me the threshold is really kind of the four-hour marathon. Once you get slower than that. There's not really a difference between your easy pace and your marathon pace. It's all kind of the same. And so if you say, okay, I want you to slow down to your slow end of your easy pace, they're essentially going to be forced into either a very altered stride, which isn't going to be good for them, or you're going to force them into essentially they're having to run, walk, or walk, or something like that. So just run what's, essentially just run what's comfortable if you're tired, run slower. If you feel good and want to blow out the pipes a little bit, go out. Go ahead and blow out the pipes. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think when people get into trouble is when they just try to put a lot of those days together in a row, and that's ultimately what I think uh, what hurts them. So um, that's what I would. That's how I would use it. I really kind of just use how you're feeling as your guide, and where the pace is coming per se is really kind of looking back after the fact and kind of seeing where that that pace was lying in, in those zones. And, and then ultimately you can adjust from there. You know, you just want to just kind of check those trends out every few days and kind of see, am I, am I continually running really fast or am I having some variation in those paces? And that's the biggest thing is you just want variation in the, in the paces and that'll go a long ways. And so ultimately I think what, what'll do is it's going to rejuvenate you. You're going to have fun with your running and I really believe that this will make things fun and ultimately get you into the mindset of wanting to train again. And so doing this for, say, four to six weeks, like I said, can really work wonders for the soul. And it's ultimately going to probably boost your motivation later on. And I know right now it's tough to say that but what's really going to boost your motivation is actually being able to have something to train for. Right. And I, I totally get that. But eventually that day will come and you're going to be ready to do that. So, um when you get to that point, then you're going to be in a position where you can pick up training again. So I guess the point is don't get stuck in super slow running. Don't get stuck in super fast running. A little bit, depending on how you feel, is just as good as following a structured plan. And I think right now having that freedom and just making sure that you continually enjoy the sport is ultimately more important because it's going to keep you involved in the sport. And that's what we're really looking for because we know that right now is just kind of a, a tough time with that. So the other side of that would be, you know, like some people, uh, they don't they don't necessarily need that structure. They're just going to get up and run regardless of the day. Uh, it's just part of their lifestyle, right? But on the other hand of that, you have people who need uh, the structure, the plan. They need to be told what to do, when to do it, so that they have something to cross off. 
Um, and I'd say I'm kind of a I'm kind of a blend of those things. Like I can I, I've I've been running for 25 years, so I ultimately get up and run every day. But it's a matter of what I do. If I don't have a plan, a workout could turn very easily into an easy run, right? But if I have something in a calendar that I know I can cross off, I'm a lot more likely to do that. So that's something that a lot of people struggle with as well. And if you're in that situation, I would say consider following a a base plan, something like that. And so we have, like, we actually have uh, four, six, eight-week base plans that are ranging from 30 miles a week up into 80 miles a week if you're if you're a high mileage high mileage runner. And what we've done with those is we've we've kind of we've given you kind of general fitness type of work, kind of hit a little bit of everything. But it's also spaced out enough so that we're not necessarily cramming a bunch of workouts in and training, even though we're not training, right? We're essentially kind of walking that fine line of being able to recover and have fun, but also getting enough stimulus in from workouts to make sure our fitness doesn't completely fall off a cliff, right? And so that's that's something that might be of benefit to you as well. And I'll put a link to the, in the show notes um, to our base plans if that's something you want to check out. Um, but... Uh, with those base plans, big, the biggest thing is we, we provide you the stimulus, but we also provide you enough time to recover too. So you're not going Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday every week. It might be Tuesday, Saturday, or it might be um, might be a Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday type of thing, or even the Saturdays might look different. So one week it might be a speed workout on Tuesday, and then Sunday might be a long run, and the next week that might have that Tuesday speed and a Saturday marathon pace run. So you're shaking those things up every every Saturday. So not every week's going to be a workout in the long run. It might be two workouts. It might be a workout in the long run, um, something in that combination. So uh, like I said, I'll put a link to the show notes in that. So um, if that's something that you're interested in. And, and of course, with those, with those base plans, you get the links, you get the structured workouts from Final Surge. So they'll, they'll connect directly to your Garmin Connect calendar. And then you'll have those everything in your watch, so you can just pull it up and do it, knock it off. And if you're like me, check that check that box off for something accomplished during the day. So, so I think that's a great question. You have a lot of freedom, but you, there's ways you can kind of um, use your numbers to kind of check your trends, check what you're doing on a daily basis. But ultimately, have fun with it. Um, the only thing I would other add to that is if you do a hard day, follow it up with an easy day. You know, don't go hard day, hard day. Always give yourself a day or two to recover before deciding to hammer it out again. But I think it's a good thing if you're in a group. Um, you know, running groups are starting to pick back up again, and you know, a lot of you have those uh, rivalries with uh, some people faster than you, or um, you know, somebody you really kind of want to beat in a, in a local race. And you get if you get in one of those matches, that's fine, you know. But just make sure you're recovering the next day from it, um, and then. Once your official training starts up again, then kind of get more dialed in into specifically what you need to do. But ultimately, have fun with it. Do what you got to do to keep your fitness where at a decent level so that you can pick up training again. And then also, um, but recover from all the training that you've probably done in the, in the past few months. So um, again, if you're looking for something to do and you want to change a pace from a virtual marathon or half marathon, we are doing the 5K uh, group series. So you have two races to train for later this fall, one around Halloween, one around Thanksgiving. Um, so there's two options there. You can actually do the group coaching where myself and Mike Morgan and Josh Everly will be your coaches. 
um, or there is the just the race and the train plan option too. So um, I will also link that into the show notes. But anyway, I hope that helps you out, Phil, and I'm sure a lot of other people had those questions as well. So uh, that is it for now, and I will talk to you guys later. All right, see ya. Thanks for listening to the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast with your host, Luke Humphrey. If you like our show and want to learn more, please visit us at www.lukehumphreyrunning.com for blogs, podcasts, coaching, and training options. See you next time.